Hello and welcome to today's episode of EM Talk. Uh, on today's episode, we're, we're feeling a little bit festive, so wanted to have a little bit of a, a, a talk about, one, what are some holiday traditions, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, other, other religious holidays and such, uh, or just the holiday season type traditions. And then a deeper talk, well, deeper, maybe it's not a good word, but a, a further talk about, you know, some of the common type of calls that you might see or that I personally have seen when it's during the holiday times. And also a little bit of a talk about what kind of toll it can take uh, being in this industry, the first responder industry, and, you know, not really knowing what a holiday is. And so, um, that whole talk is going to be kind of a, a combo, just meshed into one, rather than trying to separate it all out into individual pieces. Um, I'll just kind of get started with it. It's just going to be me on today's episode, which I know is everybody's favorite way for this to flow. Um, and currently I'm sitting in my office surrounded by, uh, various items not very Christmassy. I have some holiday candy and and things like that, but for the most part it's very obvious in my office that Halloween and and that kind of thing is is my favorite time of year. And everybody always assumes that that means that oh, he must not like Christmas. Uh and that's not the case at all. I, I very much like Christmas and I like you know, Christmas lights, and I like all the things that come with that, uh, you know, the, the stockings, the reindeer, the the candles, the smells, the presents, of course, and then, you know, with my own personal background, uh, Christmas is a holiday to celebrate the birth of Jesus, um, and beyond that, uh, you know, it's not very obvious to people that it's one of my, my favorites. Um, but, uh, one of the things that, that brings this to mind for me is that this is one of the only Christmases that I've gotten to completely choose what I want to do with my time. Meaning, you know, most first responders, they don't get that choice. So if you're a first responder, it becomes less of a calendar full of holidays and more of a calendar full of shifts. And if you're in the first responder world, you you already know what I mean and, and where I'm going with this. You look at the calendar and what you see is I work this day and I work this day and I work that day or whatever. And sometimes the holidays don't even register to you anymore. You get to a point in this field where... It's just another day of the week. And I think that can be a really sad way to view the holiday season. And so what a lot of us have done in the first responder field is chosen to not care about those holidays. And and if you could see, I'm, I'm doing little quotation marks. Because it's not a lack of care, it's that it's easier to deal with the fact that you don't get to be as involved in it as you would like if you just pretend like it's not a big deal at all. And so, um, I first noticed my lack of uh, date awareness when um, I started making calendars 
for uh, not even for people to work shifts, but started making calendars now in my educational position related to when we would do our skills labs. We do these skills labs, as those of you that have been through our program are aware, and usually it's two, split into two-day sessions, and uh, most of the time those are at our location in Abilene, Texas. And uh, during those skills labs, if you're doing EMT, you learn EMT skills. During the, If you're doing paramedic, you do the paramedic skills. But anyways, I found that I accidentally had scheduled several on different holidays, like Father's Day, Mother's Day, uh, Memorial Day, uh, Veterans Day, really just anything. Um, and it was just a lack of, not knowledge, but just a, a lack of understanding maybe as to why those things might be important to people. And it was just a temporary uh, lack, you know, it's, it wasn't completely gone for me, it just didn't register to me, and the things have been scheduled, and people were signed up, and so now we were going to have to follow through with that, which is a punishment to others, as well as a punishment to myself, because then I have to be there too. And so, in the first responder world, you get put on the schedule, and that's when you get put on the schedule. And... You know, you can interpret that as an employee, as, okay, obviously my boss doesn't care about me. And the way that the fire world has gotten around that is by creating A, B, and C shifts. And this is really, to some extent, the way that everybody in the first responder world gets around it. You have set shifts, and you know when you're working for the next two years, because those are the shifts that you're going to work. And then the holiday schedule comes out, and sometimes people have managed to shift themselves around a little bit by getting inside of the right person's ear or, or whatnot, and, and everybody starts to get up in arms, and you assume it's, oh, they're trying to, to put me in this spot where I have to choose between going to work and hanging out with my family during the holidays, and it turns into this big mess, and the like I said, the easiest way to deal with it is a lot of first responders just start to act like they don't care. Um, or they act like they care way too much, and then it ends up causing a problem for everybody. So, um, my first thought related to all of that. It's okay to care about the holidays. And it's totally okay as a first responder to be frustrated that you're having to work on a holiday. You know, the rest of the world, or not the rest of the world, but a lot of them are getting to use that day as a special day set aside for that day. And you, as a first responder, don't get that privilege. The calls don't stop. The work doesn't stop. It's just now all these other people are doing these really fun holiday things and you're at work. And that's just how it is. And so, you know what? It's okay to be upset about that. It doesn't mean it's okay to throw a fit. It doesn't mean that it's okay to make a big deal out of it. But it is okay to be frustrated by the fact that that is the way that it is. It, first response, whether it be law enforcement, fire, EMS, whatever, it's a 24-7 thing. It has to happen at all times. There is no time period where it can shut down. It's not like the purge where you get a, you know 12 hours of, of no service. There is no such thing in this world. And so, be frustrated. 
be upset about it. It just makes you a human. Now, another thought I have. You need to understand that the, the sacrifice you're making is one that you signed up for. You signed up, went to school, learned things, got certified, all this other hard work so that you could be the one to miss holidays. Whether you think that's what happened or not, it's what happened. You signed up for it, and, and now you're, you're dealing with one of the consequences of that, of that decision. And so that's why I say it's okay to be frustrated. It's not okay to be frustrated at other people. So because others don't have to do that, they're not less than you. They're not worse than you. They're, they're not better than you. It's just another person who has a different job. So if you're one of those that gets all down during the holidays because, because you're having to work, I get the frustration, but you chose that job. You chose to do that. Nobody accidentally ends up in a field like this. You choose it. And if you don't like it, then leave it and do something different. So, anyways, there's those. Now, with that uh, in mind, those of you who aren't in the first responder world, you know, if you've got buddies that are in these first responder roles who you know are going to have to miss their holidays, maybe try to do something nice for them. Send them a card. Uh, go to their house Christmas and drop off a present or something, you know. Do something. Take a meal to the firehouse, to the EMS station, to the to the um, police station, whatever. Do something for these people because, you know, they're, they're doing the things that you didn't want to do. And that's awesome for them. And, you know, sometimes they just need a little, hey, I understand that this is a bummer. And here's, here's something to say thanks. Not that we're looking for it, but, hey, it doesn't hurt. All right, so <clears throat> now let's talk about some some calls that I've experienced or you might experience as a first responder uh, during the holiday season. So when I say the holiday season, I mean any any holiday you can think of during this winterish time of year, fall slash winter part of year. And for me, my, my quickest association is, is going to be Christmas. That's the holiday that we're celebrating for, for our family at this time of year. And so it's easier for me to relate to that. So I'm going to talk about things that I've seen during the Christmas times. Um, so uh, one of the most really common calls is diabetic calls. You get the the family get-together and... You know, everybody's bringing over their favorite treats or sweets or whatever, and your diabetic cousin just can't can't manage their their insulin ride or whatever it may be, and they end up overdoing it one way or the other, you know, high or low, and you end up getting called as a first responder uh, because they're not acting right, they're passed out, whatever it is. So those diabetic calls are going to happen a lot during the holidays. So be ready for those. Another call that seems to be really common during the holidays, anxiety attacks, panic attacks. A lot of times it'll get called in as um, 
uh, racing heartbeat or heart rate or heartbeat, uh, trouble breathing, things like that. And it can very often be related to anxiety or panic. The holidays are not obviously not pleasant for everybody. Um, they are for some, but for some it's it's a time that causes anxiety, depression, panic, whatever it may be. So you're going to see that type of call come up fairly often. Another type of call that seems to be pretty common during the holiday time is the, the bre actual breathing difficulty calls. You have these uh, patients who put themselves in an environment sometimes that they're not really used to. Maybe they went up north, maybe they came down south, whatever it may be, and so they end up having some uh, exacerbations uh, of existing medical issues. Also, you get new respiratory issues because this is a time of year that viruses get spread all over the place. So it can go either way in that direction. Um, and then the fourth one that I would say is, is pretty common is traumatic incidents. So a lot of traveling during the holidays. And um, I can remember so many different types of wrecks that I've worked or even like uh, recreational vehicle accidents that, that I've worked during the holiday seasons and it's just because people get more careless and they're excited to be going where they're going or they're not so excited and so you know putting more people on the road is always going to create more possibility and more uh, more possibility for uh, accidents and more possibility for for risk um, which that didn't really make a whole lot of sense there but that's okay uh, it's just going to create more problems it doesn't mean that people shouldn't travel it doesn't mean that you should be afraid to get on the road but it does mean that those first responders are going to spend some time dealing with those extra problems and so those are the four big things that I would say that, that you should be on the lookout for the most during this holiday season is you've got your diabetics, you've got your uh, anxiety or emotional distress type calls, you've got your regular respiratory issue calls, and then you've got your traumatic incidents. Um, how you deal with those doesn't necessarily change. Except for now you've got to consider that this is somebody's special time of year. You know, although you chose to sacrifice your special time to, to help other people, it's okay that these people didn't. And now that time of year is damaged and will forever be in their mind as something damaged. And so it would be great of you to empathize with an E with people who are in these situations. Try to understand how they feel and guide them with your emotional response as best you can. Understand their pain and acknowledge it. Don't don't say, hey, you could be working. You know, that's not the appropriate response to people having a bad holiday. It's okay to have feelings in the first responder world. I know that's a big taboo uh, discussion there um, but it really is okay and it's okay to actually have compassion for people in fact I would say it should be a prerequisite for this job but what you find is that a lot of people get into this job for you know 
reasons that aren't sustainable. You can't sustain it if this is just a job to you. And so uh, that's that's my little spiel on it. Now, I, I don't want to take much time because I realize people aren't going to listen to a whole lot of this you know, during the holiday season. So what I want to throw out is um, a couple of little things. One, I want to tell, uh, tell everyone that I, I do hope that... Um, you have some good holiday stories, not just, you know, the negative ones. Maybe you'll come away with, you went to this, this you know, pregnancy or, you know, imminent delivery and you got to deliver a baby. Or maybe um, you went to a call and it ended up being a false alarm and everybody there was really happy that everything ended up okay or whatever it may be. I hope you see some of those things. And if you do... Um, Go to our Facebook or our Instagram or whatever you can find us on, our website, and email, message us, whatever, and tell us about those things. I'd, I'd love to hear about it. I'm going to end with an incident that happened to me as a child um, on Christmas Day. Uh, it didn't involve EMS. My parents, they wouldn't have called 911 for me for, for nothing. Not because they didn't care, but... You know, I didn't grow up a pansy. Um, so, you know, we didn't do that. But here it goes. So I'm six or seven years old. Like, maybe seven, maybe even eight. I'm not positive there. And uh, my brother and I get some hockey gear for Christmas. We live in Texas, and not even in a park that gets cold. I, have, I had seen snow maybe three times in my entire life. But we both wanted hockey gear for Christmas. And so we get these sticks and we get, you know, hockey balls so you could play roller hockey. We both uh, knew how to rollerblade. I've always been on wheels. My brother and I both have learned how to do many different things on boards, on wheels. Uh, any kind of water sport you can think of, we've done. Snow sports. We just, those things were natural to us and we my brother is much better than I am in all of them but I was always decent and so we like sports related to those things as well and so we got this this hockey gear and we didn't get any safety gear uh we would possibly wouldn't want to help there and I'm already accident prone at this point in my life and somehow my parents just didn't didn't think about that but anyways we're playing hockey out front and my brother is uh, a few years older than me, he's never rough with me, he never has been, he's always been super nice to me, you know, we had fights and stuff, but nothing real physical or anything, he's always been a really good big brother, but um, we get to a point where I'm kind of tired, and, and he goes, okay, halftime show, and I'm like, alright, I'm gonna watch the halftime show, and, and I lay down, and I'm on the grass, and I'm staring at the goal, and he's gonna do some tricks into the goal, and uh, he rears back, sets the ball up. The instead of a puck, it was a uh, one of the no. It was the it was the puck. It was the puck. That's why it was so hard to control. So he sets the puck up, and uh, you know, Mighty Ducks had come out and the knuckle puck thing, and he's like, "Oh, watch this!" And he goes and he rears back and he and he goes to hit it and it hit, he hits it, and that thing flies straight into my eye. and just busts my eye open. Not my actual eye, but like right above it. And I'm bleeding all over the place, and so we go inside, and we realize it's this huge gash, and there's no way that it's going to be able to be managed at home. So we end up spending uh, 
the rest of the time trying to find a hospital that wasn't going to take four hours to get me stitched up. And so we ended up at two different hospitals trying to get this thing sewed up so it would stop bleeding. Um, and anyways, it was just, it was a real fun way to spend Christmas. You know, I look back on it and it, it obviously wasn't fun, but it's a pretty interesting memory now. And you can even still see the scar above my eye where I got hit. So anyways, uh, I just want to leave everybody with, um, you know, good thoughts coming your way, prayers coming your way, uh, for safety, for a good holiday, whether it's working or not working, it's all okay. It's still a good day, and, uh, you can make the best out of it. You just gotta want it, you just gotta try for it. So, uh, everyone out there, have a great holiday season, and we will talk to you next time on EM Talk.